It is Thursday. Is it Thursday? No, it is Wednesday. Let's. Uh, it's let's Thursday edit. for me. It's Thursday for you, and it's Wednesday for us. So we have a Wednesday and Thursday crew. So this is episode quattro, episode four of the Zip Code Bros. With us always is Ben Joes and Jimmy Sorensen. And we have a special guest star today. Hey, Mr. Well, why don't you introduce yourself, my friend? Well, as y'all know, I am Mike Whitaker. I am from the Kickout crew. And I, I am here to join the bro zip bro codes. <laughs> <laughs> I called him a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm ready to have some fun with you guys. Ah, it's fantastic, man, fantastic. And um, so usually the first thing we kind of do is we just kind of check in with everybody, see how everybody's head's at. Jimmy, how's your head at? How's your head at? Where's your head at? How are you doing? How's your week been? How's everything going, my friend? It's going okay. So uh, life's kind of taking a shaking shake up, but... Uh... Um, just, um, uh, up and up, up and up type of thing. And I'll just leave it at that and I'm doing okay. And buying off a cold for some reason and allergies, but that's beside the point. Other than that, crystal good, crystal clear. All right. Excellent. Mike, I'm going to, uh, usually we get to Ben last and then myself. So Mike, I'm going to flip it over to you. How's your, uh, How's it kind of head been? How's everything going? Well, I can honestly say this has been, it's been a good week. You know, um, some of y'all know um, from personal, like personal things. I went to my sister's wedding a couple months, like last month. Came home and had some problems, you know, but this week right here was, it, it was a great week. So I can say I had a great week this week. Everything went according to plan and i'm on here with you guys so what better way to kind of have this week going besides being out here with the zip road codes (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) what what so i usually i get myself last but we're gonna we're gonna do a quick check-in with this guy because i don't think anybody really is thinking anything of the storylines other than what we want to ask Mr. Ben today. So I'm going to say that my week has been pretty good. Uh, I can already kind of tell I pissed him off, but you know what? Uh, we want to know, my friend, what's going on with you, Mr. Bama? Man, I was hoping this wouldn't come up today. Um, me too. You know, I'm kind of on the other side. All right. All I'm right. just... Um... I'm just disappointed more than anything because, and I don't want to get into like, you know, he said, she said kind of crap because it's obviously out there. Um, But we've got a a lot of mutual friends and it's making everyone uncomfortable and concerned for both of us. Um, But I do want to, you know, thank a few people that have, uh, you know, reached out, you know, just to sort of check in and, you know, try and get us back on the same page. Um, but yeah, to be honest, it, it's embarrassing because, you know, we had a, a bit of a private issue going on and, uh, unfortunately it was made public on Twitter and it's just kind of got a bit out of hand. So, um, yeah, uh, hasn't been, hasn't been the best, uh, you know, week to 10 days, but, um, you know, let's see what happens. All right. 
All right. Well, thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. I mean, I couldn't be more vague. <laughs> so uh, thanks. Um, I just want to, you know, we're all boys. We love the kickout crew. We just want to make sure there's no, I joke with Mike Whitaker. Are we having any uh, war games here, right? Are we going to, or was William Regal coming out, setting up these matches up? So I, I'm hoping we're not doing a uh, fantasy warfare over here, you know? So I joke, I joke, but seriously, you know, we don't want these. Uh... Anyway, you said your piece. Hopefully things will change. And there we go. All right. So this week, Wrestling Spotlight is on Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the um, reason why we had Mr. Whitaker come on is because, uh, well, you know what? Hang on, Gallagher, Gallagher, we've got to yeah. cover your week. How have you been? Okay. Well, I've been, I've been good. I had a, I had a good week. Um, finally, we get some nice weather out here. So I was able to take my kids to the park after work a couple of days last week. Um, so anytime you can stay outside longer, I think things are good. Um, baseball coming up pretty, pretty soon. And um, opening day is this week, not not this weekend, but the next weekend. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, Matt, um, Ben, your new, newly Mets fandom, we're going to we're going to have some nice games this year. We're going to have some fun times this year. So. All right. All right. Well, you know, Mr. Jimmy, you can boo, boo, boo all you want. And then maybe I'll just I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't really have a dog. I looked for that. So anyway, I, I muted. Um, no, I just muted myself. I was just kind of listening. Listening. All right. So everything is good. Everything is good. So I appreciate that. Life is good. So Steve Austin. I figured most people who are listening to this, you know, both of them, you know, <laughs> one of them's on the uh, one of them's on our show. So I appreciate that. Who's actually listening to us? So. So besides Mikey, the other person listening to our show, uh, we appreciate Well, we appreciate that. Um, I think most of us know where Steve Austin comes from. He started down in Texas, moved from the WCCW up to WCW, won the Rookie of the Year down there. Hollywood Blondes became U.S. champion, became TV champion, um, tag team champions, and then obviously came up to the WWE, and the rest is history. So... Um, I say the rest is history, but no, we became the ringmaster and then King of the Ring 96 and then the rest of his history. So what we're going to do is kind of go around the horn here and just talk about our experiences and our favorite moments about Steve Austin and, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. So, uh, you know, reason why we wanted Mr. Whitaker on was, was his fandom of Steve Austin. So let's let's start with you, Mikey. What are some of your favorite matches, your favorite moments, favorite memories of Austin? Uh, well, I can say my first favorite was WrestleMania 13, him and Bret Hart. And I would say that because that's when I became a wrestling fan. I was, I, rem I remember watching that. I was at a friend's house. They were big wrestling fans. I wasn't at the time, you know, my family wasn't. So we didn't get none of the pay-per-views. We didn't watch wrestling. I was at their house that weekend and they had WrestleMania on. And I re just remember watching that match and them fighting, like them going out through the ring and, or out of the ring. They're going out to the crowd. They come back in. 
And I think what really got me the most was when Austin was in the sharpshooter and gushing out blood, just, I mean, mayhem going everywhere. And I'm, I'm looking at it like, what is this? Like, what's going on here? And since then, you know, it's like, okay, cool. That got me hooked. So Austin from doing that was the first one that kind of got me that hook into wrestling. Nice. And then, you know, he comes out, you know, and then next I know he's coming out stunning Vince McMahon and flipping the bird, drinking beers and <laughs> going at it. I was like, dude, hey, that's my guy right there. So did you want to secretly stun your boss on the regular basis? Or your teachers? Of course. Every time. <laughs> well, I don't know about teachers, but yeah. When when I seen him do it, it's like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I gotta do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's awesome. What about um any specific moments other than like the match like with, with the awesome the blood blessing, but like any specific moments like uh you know, I don't want to give him away, but like the 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 beer bath or whatever else he did. Yeah, yeah the beer yes. bath. I mean, all that comes up when he first came out with the smoking skull belt. That was awesome. You know, I don't y'all can't really see it here, but I got one right here. I got the smoking skull right there. You know, and um, you know, just anything. When he came down, not in the um, what was it? It wasn't the beer truck. But the Jaboni or whatever it was called. Jaboni. Yeah. When he came down with that, I mean, that's Austin, man. He just came, he, he he didn't care. He just came out and did what he wanted right to do. And he whooped butt and that that's what it was. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Jimmy, how about you, man? What got you know, you kind of um born in that era when he's kind of was rose to power, if you yeah. will, if you will, uh, uh, son. But um, so just by pure age, you, you must've gotten to Stone Cold later on. So what, what, what was about Stone Cold that was uh, a draw to you and, and your fandom of Stone Cold and some of your favorite matches, your favorite moments, or even your first, your first memory. I would even say, what is your first memory of Stone Cold? Our first memory of Stone Cold was um, <laughs> WrestleMania 23, Battle of the Billionaires. Okay. President of the United States, Donald Trump, one of the great presidents, versus Vince McMahon. Well, he wasn't president at the time, but <laughs> he become president. But nonetheless, um, he it was a Battle of the Billionaires, bald loser gets his head shaved kind of thing. And the special guest referee was Steve Austin. And one of the best things I saw was my was my first WrestleMania. And seeing him on pay-per-view holding holding his head back while Donald Trump and Bobby Lashley shaved Vince McMahon's head and just hearing the commentators, oh, that actually is his hair. Because for years, everybody <laughs> thought... That was Vince had a toupee or fake hair or whatever, and see that, and then fast forward um, last year, I I was able to go to my first WrestleMania, and I went to night one, 
and it was the main event was Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, no holds barred. And being up in the nosebleeds was just an absolute thrill because um, the night before, the night, the weekend of WrestleMania 19 in 2003 was the same weekend as my stepmom and dad's wedding. And 19 years later, to go to my first WrestleMania to see Stone Cold Steve Austin hopefully have his last match would be kind of is, is kind of cool because we're actually coming up a week from as we're recording this it'll be 20 years ago that Steve Austin had his last full length match against The Rock and yep, that's right did the favors. So I just, I but I was able to see beer baths and um, Stone Cold stunning, stunning, stunning employees and raising hell and and be a sheriff, be a sheriff, be a be a co GM with Eric Bischoff, who actually uh, two years ago uh, Monday. Monday, March 20th, 2023 was two years that I had lunch with Eric. But it's about Steve and just, but having, being able to finally have his beer after um, trying to find it for for a bit um, was refreshing uh, last, last September. And so, but so many, so many iconic memories with him that that he is a generational talent. Yeah. And MJF ain't got nothing on Steve Austin. <laughs> well, yeah, no, of course not. So, uh, right, cool, cool. Well, uh, before we hit uh, Ben real quick, I, I I figured we're just um, you know, one of the things that I I think uh, what's awesome about Austin is even though he was only around, I would say his big run was for what, maybe three years, gentlemen, between 90, you know, 97. To yeah. Three, three, four years. Right. Yeah, four years, probably. His, his, his total run was so small compared to guys like Hogan and Cena and, and even rock to a point, the rock did it for a good 10 years before he kind of ventured off into the movies. So it's, I always find it funny that while Hogan definitely gets the credit, for doing what he did, don't get me wrong, he's Hulk Hogan. Rick Flair gets the credit for doing what he did. I don't think Austin gets enough credit because of how popular he was and made it such a worldwide phenomenon in such a short amount of time again. I mean, he took him 18 months to make the WWE one of the most popular things on the planet. Right. It was insane. And just the way that he... You know, Hogan was more of a steady, steady, steady incline, but like Austin was just the right place at the right time when he was just it went from zero to like 150 with Steve Austin, where with Hogan it just kind of kept going up and finally it hit the peak with the rock and wrestling stuff. But it kind of climbed there gradually where Austin went from like, okay, do the boom, there's Austin. 
It's he kind of skyrocketed. Like I think, yeah, for him, a lot of I think it had like before the King of the Ring, but the King of the Ring when he threw out that awesome three sixteen segment, it just I mean skyrocketed. Uh, I mean from that day, that was a Sunday. That Monday, you had signs. Austin 316. Right. You know, so I, for him, I think a lot of it had to do with that one promo that kind of, I mean, he was going up no matter what, but that one promo, you know, when he was talking to Jake the Snake, you know, you talk your Bible, you do this. Austin 316 said this. Thumb like, your Bible. Thumb your Bible. It, I, yeah. Whatever, it, Sorensen. It, we get it. It kind of, <laughs> that shot him up so quick. Like, I mean, it was like a firecracker, and that's what he got. And just like a firecracker, you light it, it goes, boom, and it's done. That's kind of what he did. If you think about it, like, I mean, he he, he was there for, like you said, you know, what, three years? At the Big top, time, top, tippy top. Yep, at the tippy top. But, who, yep. <laughs> who other has been up there? for three years, you know, and is still as big as Stone Cold Steve Austin. I agree. It's, it's, he's, he's, Ben, before I get finished with you, I'm going to ask you a question. Austin McMahon, is that the best feud of all time? The hottest, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and it kind of, you, you have to wonder like if the Montreal Screwjob never happened and we didn't get that Mr. McMahon character, what would have happened with Austin right. in '98? Right. You know what I mean, and and how that would have affected his growth. But I mean, his peak, even though it was such a short run, his peak has been higher than anyone else, and that's what's most impressive. It's insane. It's what, what, what what's crazy is I always kind of think about what would have happened had Brett didn't leave. Like that's it was such. That's always a big question for me, right? And it's and it's funny because what I was gonna say is like I don't you know like I, we love to like all of us we love to fantasy book and stuff like that. But like seriously, like that is like the one question I'm always like I wonder I really wonder how different wrestling would have been if Brett didn't leave in '97. I got a question for y'all. So do y'all think it was Austin himself that made it that attitude error? Or was it the attitude error that made Austin? Because that I mean, right when he that that's when the attitude error was there, was those three years when he was there. After that it kind of died down, went back to Cena, the rock, you know, stuff like that. But do you think it was Austin that made the attitude error? Or did the attitude error make the rock or make Stone Cold Steve Austin? I think Austin made the attitude error, man. I mean, he was just so popular. I mean, how often do we go back to those pops with the mankind pop? Or I mean, well, oh, I'd say he I'd say he's one of the four four Mount Rushmores of the of the of the uh one of the four faces of uh, Mount Rushmore of the Attitude Era. Um, yeah. I mean, like uh, Austin, 
DX, uh, Taker. McFoley. McFoley. Thank you. Yeah, McFoley. Rock. I would even argue, I would argue Austin Rock, Taker, and Foley. Yeah. DX, you know, DX right kind of there, but not necessarily right up. Okay. Yeah, that would be my argument, just because those four guys weren't everything from like 97 through 98. That's fair. I mean, it's going off topic a little bit, but you could argue that DX was kind of formed um, from being inspired by the NWA. You know, yeah. they were doing that sort of reality-based kind of storylines. Yeah, I, I would say they, they were inspired by NWO. And WCW version, besides Goldberg, which everyone who knows me knows how I feel about him, <laughs> looks like Goldberg. Them uh, looking like Austin. WCW didn't have anybody that was like Austin. Because no. Hogan, Hogan was the main man. Eric Bischoff was the boss, and they were buddies. Hogan yeah, was the WF at Hogan the time. Was, yeah, Hogan and, was. Yeah, you had Hogan, WWF Hogan. at the time, and you had Vince McMahon running it, Austin being Austin against Vince McMahon. So I think it was completely the opposite storylines on both ends. Well, the main storyline for WCW was staying Hogan with Hogan being the the, the, he, the big heel for sure alright Ben what about the first time you experienced Steve Austin the first time I heard about him was in the after mags in the early 90s when he was called stunning Steve Austin and I thought oh that's a cool name for a wrestler because I was thinking you know, five years from now, like his name would be even better. <laughs> and, um, but it took me because I, I started to get back into wrestling towards the end of 97. And the first time that I saw Stone Cold was when he threw the rocks belt in the river. Oh, right on. And okay. um, it took me a while to um, understand that that was stunning Steve Austin from WCW because he looked completely different. So, but um, what I remember most about him was the unpredictability on Raw. Like you, you just never knew when he was going to show up, how he was going to show up. You know, he didn't even have to wrestle to be effective. It was just all his other little stunts outside the ring, just causing chaos. You know, like we mentioned before about the pop that he got when he came out for the Mick Foley title win. Like... That building just shook. Yeah. Um, I was at WrestleMania 20, and we were sitting in the box seats, like in the suite. Um, it was it was above the entrance where the wrestlers would come out. And something um, that I noticed is that Austin was sitting down below on a on a seat, like watching the majority of the matches. You know, and. I thought that was really impressive because someone of his stature and level was still taking the time to, to watch, watch the matches. And, and I thought that was really cool to see. Um, now, something interesting, this, this memory that I've got is that 
back in the day, he had a podcast on Podcast One. And so did Roddy Piper. Anyway, there was some... Piper had Will Sasso on as a, as a guest. And he did an impression of Austin. And not long after that, uh, Piper's podcast got pulled off of podcast one. And there was a lot of speculation that Austin was behind that because he didn't like the impression. <laughs> no yeah. So I remember tweeting Austin, you know, basically saying like, you know, how could you do that? That was bullshit and all this sort of thing. And he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> so what, what happened a few months after Piper had passed away, I actually emailed Austin to apologize and said, look, I was out of line. I was just disappointed that Piper's podcast got taken off the air, blah, blah, blah. Not expecting to hear anything back. And then I got an email back from, from Austin and it just said, unblocked, let's move forward. And I thought, <gasps> that's so cool. <laughs> right Did he follow you? So, Did he follow you? No, no, no. Just unblocked me. So right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Right. That's, that's awesome. That's I had an interaction on Twitter with Steve Austin. I had bought his uh, IPA. So I um, I took a picture of me drinking the IPA and he uh, responded like, oh, hell yeah, on my picture. because I tweeted at him. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's pretty cool like that. At least, you know, at least we think it's him doing the, you know. Yeah. That's all that matters. What's that? It's as long as it comes from his Twitter, that's all that matters. I, I, that, that's it. That's it, right? I mean, yeah. it probably did come from him. I mean, he probably did do it. Who knows? But Because uh, I'm sure he doesn't do it all. So, you know, he tweets who he wants, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. Really, that's right on. I mean, the only thing I'll add is the Booker T uh, grocery store brawl that he had. They, yeah. they, from the story I heard, I was like, I think they did $10,000 worth of damage. <laughs> that was great and <laughs> funny, though. I'm like, price check on jackass. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, attention shoppers, attention shoppers. Make, uh, what was it? We have, we have a ass whooping on aisle two, ass whooping on aisle two. Look at T's looking after, he's, after we opened up a box of cereal and just hide it, running from him. And then the whole, like uh, that was awesome. great. That's what it takes here. Just... It was awesome. It was awesome. One of the, one of the best one of the best uh, segments on television history. Cool man, awesome. I'll say, at this time we got some questions for Ask the Bros or Ask the Zipsters or Ask the Broskies, whatever we're calling each other's uh, ourselves this week. We do. We've got several questions. Zip Zip Keys Bros. Zip Cheese Bros. Mountain Dew Code Red over over Pepsi. Devin sent a hate hate tweet at me. I dare. You. Oh, don't don't worry. We'll get to Devin and we'll get to the Pepsi shout out. <laughs> all right what we got so first question is for jimmy and it's from coach adam jefferson from the zip code bros shout out to the zip code bros <laughs> shout out yeah. mr jefferson uh it's so jimmy time. this is a very um in-depth question uh adam's got for you so why are you it's, simply, jimmy? it's it's <laughs> simply 
What? <laughs> what? So if you can respond. All right. Now, his, um, his actual question, I'll give to Whitaker this one. Okay. If, if Triple H doesn't get hurt, was the formation and ultimate breakup of the two-man power trip on track to be one of the better storylines for 2001? Ooh. Honestly, that's, that's hard to say. I could have seen them going for a couple months. I mean, like taking the tag team champions and taking, you know, even the world title and the IC title at the time. You know, the, they having all four, the tag team titles and the world title, the IC title. I could see that being a good group if Triple H didn't get hurt. Yeah. But then you could also see one turn around the other because, you know, if one has a world title, one has the IC title, you know, and the one that has the IC wants the world title, you can see them turn on each other there. So that right there, I think they could have played a good storyline either way, depending on the way they did it. I would have preferred them being tag team champions and then going from there, you know, let them, let them run through the tag team, destroy tag team all around. You had what the Hardys there. You had the Dudley boys there. I mean, you had all these other great tag teams, had them to destroy all of them. And then when they get the tippy top, then you turn on each other. And say, no, I'm number one. You know? Yeah. Something like that. That's where I would have seen them going. If yeah, Triple cool. H not get hurt. Uh, Gallagher, this is from James Okarai of the Kickout Crew. Okarai. So the beer bath was 24 years ago this week. You know him? <laughs> I know him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, the beer bath was 24 years ago this week. Would you say that Stone Cold doing those run-ins with vehicles is better than him having matches on Raw? Now, James has added, since he was injured, it, it was good stuff. I think that was one of the things that really allowed Austin to become that top, top, top guy. I think of the audience, he was able to show the audience his personality. Um, so I think that time where, even though it was awful, he hurt his neck, I think those vignettes and those um those that 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 entertainment that he provided i think that was more important than anything else because that's when he showed the the um the audiences his personality and 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 who he was and how and the character and again i mean you know mcmahon austin it's <laughs> oh my goodness look at this guy oh my goodness McMahon's Austin's their feud and and would not have happened had it not been for those the fact that he couldn't wrestle or he couldn't wrestle and then he couldn't run it I mean it's I don't know if that answers your question Mr. Elkari but I think um, my opinion is is if he hadn't gotten hurt I just think this maybe we would have gotten there we would have gotten there a different way yeah uh, another one from Elkari. I'll give this to Whitaker. Do you think Stone Cold resonated so much with people because we all want to stun our boss? I agree. <laughs> he, he was the blue-collar redneck, if you want to say, that we all wanted to be. I mean, we all wanted to be the that one guy go out there and, you know, we all, we all got that boss that 
is down our throats all the time and, you know, just keeps telling us what to do and just bashing us down. And he was that one person that stood up to him and said, no, this is going my way. And he did it his way. It's his way or the highway. What are you going to do? He's the number one, the number one guy in the whole company. Fire me. I'll go to WCW. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, exactly. Exactly. So go ahead and fire me. Or I can stun you and get it over with. And that's what he did. And he and didn't do anything it. about it. He gave him hell the whole time because he knew, you know, you ain't going to let me go. Okay, awesome. this is for the belt man, Jimmy. Uh, also from Elkarite. Do you think we will ever have another character that connects with the audience so much? He was one of us, so we all rooted for him. There's, a good, there's a good chance that if presented right, Kevin Owens, I could see. With, with him being somewhat of an awesome fan, it, it's one of those things. We, it's possible at the at present day, it'd either be, my opinion, Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. Um, hmm, Seth. Okay. Um, all right. So next question is from the Nitro Pepsi man, Devin Dowling. Now this is, he's asking this question on behalf of a lady called Linda that he works with. Uh, out of respect for her, I'm not going to give out her age, but she loves watching wrestling. So this is for everybody. Who would you want to see Stone Cold face at WrestleMania? This year? Yeah, let's say this year. Mm. I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard because, you know, like, you know, they were saying, like Jimmy said earlier, we had him against Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens is a great worker. So that's something you got to think in that, you know, with Austin's physical state, you got, you have to have a great worker. I could see an Austin Theory. If he wasn't facing Cena, I could see an Austin Theory. I Dude, could also... I would love to see him stun Austin Theory Whitaker. I was thinking the same exact thing. You mean yes. again? And until recently, just a couple weeks ago, I, I learned LA Knight. He does a lot of stuff for like the 2K. So when if you if you're playing like um like WWE 2K whatever, LA Knight is the guy that they have in that suit doing the moves and everything else. And I didn't realize that until a couple weeks ago. I think he could be a good worker for him. Because oh, yeah. you, you you need somebody that's gonna be able to work in the ring good, be able to sell good, and it's not going to hurt him for that loss. So if we have this year LA Knight versus Austin, it's not going to hurt LA Knight at all to lose against Austin. You can't have Bray Wyatt in there because if you have Bray Wyatt against Austin, that's going to hurt him. 
um, especially, you know, Roman Reigns, something like that, Cody Rhodes, that will hurt them if they lost. So I would say, since it's not going to be Austin Theory, I would say LA Knight. All right. Okay. Jimmy, what about you? If, here, Jeff. Like me personally, like I said, I was there for night one. But for the record, he did he did stun he did stun Austin Theory last year at Mania. Just saying. He did, he did, but it wasn't official match. What do you think, wise ass? <laughs> um Seth Rollins or AJ Styles? Uh, Gallagher? I just I think I think Austin has gotten to the point where we don't really want to see like it's so John Cena is the same way. We don't want to see him in a match. Like I don't want to see Austin in the match. I want to see Austin in the match where he's gonna beat the crap out of somebody for five mm-hmm. minutes, give him like the stunner, give him a Luthes press, give him every, all his, you know, all his stuff. And then that's what I and then you you know you knock you knock beers at the end of the match with somebody and you stun that guy. Like, I don't think anybody wants to see Austin in like a five-star classic or John no. like a five-star classic anymore. So like, I would love to see him like beat the crap out of somebody like Baron Corbin. Right. And I think Baron Corbin could give him that match. Like, I think so too. Yeah, well, he could be a match per se. It'd be just an ass whooping for Baron Corbin. Yeah. But, but Baron Corbin's a guy that could, Take that and take that loss, take that beat, and, and it's not going to affect him any. Yeah, I'll give you a great guy. You know what? I, I agree with that one. That That's a great one. That's yeah, a great I'll give you another player. one. I would love to see him versus MJF. Oh, MJF would be amazing. MJF would be the best freaking heel for him. Uh, and all you would want to all you would want to do is see Austin's son MJF. And that's all he would have to do is take that two. I would would actually like to see Steve Austin take a steel chair and without MJF having his hands up. To the head, to the cranium. All right. I mean, the the promos between those two would be fantastic. Oh, they would be, they would be unbelievable. And and I never didn't think about it. So like right now, I was just thinking about heels that you just don't like, right? Austin Theory, I don't like. Baron Corbin, I don't like. Well, MJF's just yeah, a bad, I don't MJ, like. MJF's just a bad person in general. Yeah. Awful. All right. Awful. And, and so another many, one from Devin. How many more we got, Ben? How many more we got? So a couple more, a couple more. Okay. So an, another one from Devin. This one's for Whitaker. How would you have rebooked Stone Cold getting run over? Not run him over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right, right run him over. But since he was hurt and he had to go away, um, that's hard. I wouldn't have. You wouldn't, have done, have, you wouldn't have, have done it for The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have reported the whole part of getting run over because that was a great way to get him off of TV. But the after story, like, you know, like you're saying, I did it for The Rock. The whole Red Kesey thing came out. Kind of came out to be Triple H, but I try to make that more like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon coming out there and just he couldn't beat him. The only way he could beat him is hit him with the car. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. The only way—that's the only way. I would do. I would do Vince McMahon in there more if 
that's it. If, if he's going to get run over, I'll do Vince McMahon as the one being in charge, whether he's behind the wheel or the one that that's the person be, being behind the wheel. Okay. All right, last question. This is from Brad Stanton from the Kickout Crew. Okay. Uh, Gallagher, why did the heel turn work so well for Hogan but not Austin? And is there anyone else that could not be a heel in the fans' eyes? I don't think anybody wanted to see Austin as a heel. He was still so hot as a babyface. Hulk Hogan in 94, 95, people were kind of getting tired of the all-American, the world of real American babyface. I think a lot of people were ready for a change where nobody wanted to see. Again, we were just talking before we got on the phone. Uh, I mean, before we started recording just about how, how short Austin's time was, right? How short it was. Nobody was ready to see him become a bad guy. Do you, do you think maybe they turned him heel so quick because he knew his time was short? Possibly. I think uh, they, Austin, Austin knew his time was short at the time anyway. So he had yeah, played yeah. in the Yeah. Um, well, JR says I, he would have done it unless – you know, JR says he wouldn't have done it unless uh, he wanted to do it. I think it's kind of how he, how he puts it. Right. And he so had to try. He, he knew yeah. his time was limited. So why not – this is my last go around. Let me go ahead and try it. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? I done made all my money. I'm done the hottest <laughs> car. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and honestly, like, what what was the worst that's going to happen? They turn on them. They they didn't have nobody else to go to. They didn't have WCW. No. At the time, I don't think TNA was anywhere close to being what TNA was becoming. No. You know, so let's do it. If it don't work, I'm going to retire. If it works, I'm going to retire. So. <laughs> exactly. But so what about the second that. part of that? What about the second right. part of that question? Like, is there anyone else that could not be a oh. heel in the fans' eyes? So like Cena or somebody? Uh, I think Cena can, I think Cena can make you not like him. I mean, Cena's gotten to the point where I think he can make you not like him. But because uh, a lot of people want to boo John Cena too. Mm. I don't think I, the, I don't think The Rock can be a heel anymore. I think if Cena would have turned heel, he would he would have went as over as Roman Reigns did when he turned heel. Oh, for sure. In in my opinion, Cena would have been the hottest heel that they had since we had Roman Reigns. Oh, for sure. So he yeah, could have so, been uh, over. Uh, go on, Whitaker. I say I, I just think I think Cena could made it work turning heel. Yeah. Also, maybe not. We know the Rock could, Triple H could. There's not a lot of people that you can say that could be only a babyface. Austin is one of those guys that you say he's only he's a fan favorite no matter what. He just people just don't want to boom. He just people don't want to boom. And yeah. that that was the problem. Even when he turned heel. People cheered him. The only other person I can think of is uh, Ray Mysterio. Uh, I think Ray Mysterio could turn heel if he really wanted to. I think he could. There, there's a way he, there's a way he could. Maybe not now. His son, I could buy his son as a heel now. I think he could do it with his son. Yes, with the way his son is. Maybe not now. Ray, he couldn't turn heel now. 
But back when there was Eddie Guerrero and Chris Moir, if he would have turned on them, like say yeah. when they had the invasion, if he would have turned on Eddie Guerrero, Chris Moir on them and went with WCW, he then, that right there could have been the biggest hero tone yeah. right there. Well, but he didn't. But, but he he wrote his contract out to 2002. I'm saying we're speaking. We're just speaking of it. If he would have turned heel, if he would have turned against Chris Moore and Eddie Guerrero, and he was doing that with heel, not Eddie, Eddie Guerrero on heel. If Ray Mysterio did it at the time, I think it would have worked for him. I think he could have worked as a good heel. All right, so that's all the questions uh, for right. Stone Cold episode. So, so thanks, everyone. All right, well, so next we're going to talk about some of the Mike's Music Corner and from, from the Heart, but I think, Jimmy, if you'll indulge me, uh, our, I think our From the Heart this week should possibly be Reconciliation. I'm agreeing. I'm going to shut myself. I'm going to mute myself, and I'll, I'm going to sit back and listen. Mr. Mr. Ben, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I invited a, I invited a friend on today to see if we can maybe quash some of this beef. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, can already see it's gonna make you mad. So uh, I'm gonna bring him on. Yep. Are you what? He's coming on here. Are you, Gallagher? Are you? What do you? We have a special run-in. Special run-in. No, we don't need to do that. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Lordy, lordy. Gallagher. Not Gallagher. No, hold on. Before, I'm no, 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 no. Before what are you? Shit, before shit starts, Bama, it's supposed to be friendly, right? We're not gonna be assholes to each other, right? Uh, you can't, can't blindside me like this. You can't blindside me like this. We've got a format. You haven't told me anything. I'm not ready to do it, especially on a fucking podcast. I know, but let me ask you a question. Would you have agreed to this if I would have talked to you about it? It doesn't need to be done this way. Well, I think this is something that we could try, you know? I talked hey, already- talk, talk to Bama for a few minutes. He said he was more than willing to come on. You know, he jumped on before. He's like, let's get this shit done. Let's see if we can agree. No. So, I mean... That's exactly I'm, what I said, yeah. I mentioned it before when with the mental health check-in, right? And I didn't even want to do that because, you know, I found that hard enough. But this is not the time or the place to do this. And you could have given me a heads up, Gallagher. This is disappointing. Right. I'm, not, I'm not, seriously, I'm not ready for this. All right. I'm, I, I, look, I am sorry. This is, like, I don't know you well enough to, to fucking put you on the spot like this. So I, I do apologize. But I just figured, you know, I mean, you got, got you guys on the same Look, I don't get a yeah, chance but, to see them a lot. I, look, you're over in Australia. I mean, how often are we going to get you guys on the same, just in front of each other like this? It doesn't have to be this way because we're doing a podcast about Stone Cold. We're not doing a podcast to, you know, make things right between me and Adam. If Adam, let me tell you this. All right. If, if you're, Adam, if you're serious about trying to fix this, no more public bullshit on social media, okay? And if you want to sort it out properly, you know where to contact me, all right? Sorry, I'm fucking dumb. Ben, I'm sorry. Well, Look, Ben. I'm here for some jokes. I want to hear All some right. jokes. <laughs> oh, shit, then. I want to hear jokes. Oof. Uh, that one sideways in a handbasket. I thought it was going to Yeah, I kind of went. No jokes? Oh, well. 
Well, I figure, hey, look, look. I mean, if he's gone. Hey. You want to hear some real jokes, don't you? Uh, yeah, why not, man? Hey, I'm going to have my other notebook right here. Anywhere's all, all black for this. Wait, what do you think, but Jimmy? Is this is this is this up to your standards? I thought I was gonna go a lot better than that, but uh, I'm good with this. So I mean, are we okay? Yeah. Bringing, How do you uh, figure you're gonna have a handicap crew member on here and not expect something to pop off? Hey, the handicap crew member. I heard of him. I, just I mean, I heard y'all needed a ratings boost. Especially since after episode three. So why not have two of the best guys you can find on the show? That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, I didn't mean to put the, you know, the Jerry Springer BS I on. Be time. Time. Is, well, you, you know. should have known better than I. You should have knew better than that, Gallagher. Yeah, it's true, man. I'm sorry I had to sweet talk you, but I got to do what I got to do. <sighs> We're going to hear about it later. That's all right. Fine. All right. Oh, Mikey, you know, maybe you can, uh, Hey, I tried, man. So that's me. Maybe, maybe later on, it's up to you, bro. All right. I did yeah. look. I did what I could. Tried to get him on the podcast. Tried to squash his beef. I was waiting to squash everything too. So you can you can still squash it. Like it was pretty much. Yeah, nobody asked you, Sorensen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I kind of agree with that. So I know. Right, uh, this is BNG's best is or whatever whatever hell he calls it. Jonesy's jokes. <laughs> Jonesy's yeah. jokes. Genie's Gen- Gen- jokes. Here we go. <laughs> Jonesy's. All right. Uh, uh, well, for the zip for the zip code hose. Here we go. I like it. All right. So my wife has been missing for a week. And the policeman told me, prepare for the worst. So I went back to Goodwill and got all of her stuff back. <laughs> That was a good clean one. <laughs> I like it. So I was in my I was at McDonald's the other day and I ate a kid's meal. Come to find out his mom got really pissed about it. <laughs> uh, so last night I was at the airport, then there was a woman completely passed out. I mean she was out of it. And she fell asleep on the baggage carousel. She slowly come around. <laughs> all right yeah. Keep going. yeah i found that as my ringtone for my text messages so if y'all hear it randomly that's what it is it's just him saying yeah yeah i like it so i have a ton of jokes about unemployed people well i was going to talk to one but he left um, <laughs> okay okay unfortunately none of them seem to work <laughs> <laughs> last but not least since cinderella had to leave before his segment um <laughs> I, I had to kick cinderella off of the baseball team she just kept running away from the ball <laughs> <laughs> all right well you know what when in rome Hey, you tried it. Right? You tried it, Gallagher. Give me credit. Tried it. We still got a walk a walk a, you know, we got a walk a walk a segment, so I love it. Um, so that's really your phone muted, Bama. Yeah. You actually fell for that? You know I mute my shit. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe you fell for it. Mm. So how y'all all all falling for shit today? Uh, well. 
I think with that note, we're going to wrap up for this uh, this episode four of uh, Zip Code Bros. Where can we find you guys? We'll start with Jimmy because uh, we'll we'll let Jimmy get his quick plug. Jimmy, uh, where can we find you on quick, uh, quick plug? <laughs> OG James ad free on Twitter and the Jimmy Sorensen ninety seven on Instagram. All right. Me just you can find me at M I K E G R R zero nine zero five on the Twitter. But I figured let our fans have the lasting impression of Kickout Crew. Where can we find you guys? Go ahead, brother Mike. Uh, you can find me at Whitaker ten twenty eight. And I do a special Mike's Mean Minute, and I thought I had a segment here for that before Mister Adam from Bama interrupted. So. Before I get through Adam Bama, I'm gonna throw out a quick Mike's Meat Minute that you can find out on the Kickout Crew. Because today I came home. I was gonna grill some uh, ribs today. Came home, got off work. It's been raining. Cats and dogs. It's been raining up here. So I decided I got these ribs out here. Let's fry them. Fry some ribs, right? You ever had some fried ribs? So what you want to do is season up your ribs, throw them in some flour, season up the flour, all that stuff. Throw them in the, in the fire about 10 minutes. Get it 350, 360 degrees. Throw them in there for about 10 minutes. Pull them out. Throw your side. You want some baked beans, some garlic bread, some green beans, whatever you want with them. Ooh, fried ribs is the way to go. Okay. So, uh, I use vegetable oil is what vegetable I use. Oil. Vegetable oil. So throw them some vegetable oil, deep fry them. Oh, I'm telling you, they're amazing. First time I ever tried them. I had them out, wasn't going to spoil, had to cook them somehow. And I'm like, eh, I'll try it this way. Thank you. Well, that was a, that was a Zip Code Bros exclusive. Mike's meeting. And for what it's worth, guys, I have been trying to get Ben back on, but unfortunately, I think, uh, well, I think I might have hurt his feelings, so I apologize. Oh, poor ben. baby. Poor uh, baby. Mr. Ben, I apologize. Hopefully, we can uh, find a way to reconcile this next time. I, I, just, could, I, just, I just come on the show to listen to some good jokes. But apparently I joined the wrong show. Oh, boy. And here I was going to say, let our listeners, where can we find you? Every, everything. Uh, I want to tell all three of your listeners to find me at the Kickout Crew. Um, Adam underscore from underscore Bama. And if um, if y'all need some really good jokes, holler at me. I'll be more than happy to send them to you. Maybe <laughs> I can help, help the segment out or whatever. Well, depending how badly I hurt my friend, we might we might need a new joke segment on my show. So maybe we can co-brand or something like that. You might just need a good one. Oh, well, there you go, too. So, all right. Well, Woo. all right, boys. Well, oh. I'm going to click to the recording stop here. So well, And follow us and give and just give us a continued follow at on Twitter, Zip Code Bros, at Z the Zip Code Bros. I'm a yeah, worse zip code host. Zip code bros, zip bro codes, whatever you want to call them. They're there. They're <laughs> good. Nice, <laughs> Please, man. Hey, y'all. Thanks for.